I started doing yoga to help with my flexibility. But the more I learned, the more I realized how much more the study of yoga has to offer. Yoga has improved my physical and mental health and outlook on life. I feel that yoga can be beneficial for everyone. My mission is to share what I've learned about yoga with all the non-yogis, Joe Sixpacks, and everyday people in a down-to-earth fashion. My name is Luis, and this is the Ordinary Yogi Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Deployed Yogi Podcast. Happy fucking April, everyone. April means a lot of things. Uh, first, foremost, my wife and I celebrated six years of marriage. I'll talk about that a little bit later. Later this month, I'm going to turn 37. And probably most important, I'm getting the hell out of here this month. I don't know when, what dates, but it's going to happen. By the end of this month, I will be back in Cheyenne, Wyoming, which I'm super, super happy about. So this week... Just kind of recapping, uh, I've actually haven't recorded one of these in a couple of weeks. Just taking a little break, everyone. Uh, just some opportunities that came my way and I jumped up on and kind of my experience with those and any lessons learned from that. Um, kind of recapping or more of an update on the meditation and yoga classes I've been teaching here in LED Air, Air, Air Force Base. And last, talking about uh, my wife and I's anniversary and what was that, what that was like um, being deployed and the effects it had on us going that way. So first, uh, some opportunities that came my way that I'm very, very grateful for and I got to take be a part of. Uh, first, uh, my buddy Chris, uh, that was on the podcast uh, you know, a couple months ago now, uh, reached out to me for the nonprofit that it works with called Consequences of Habit. I'll put them in the show notes, really great stuff uh, that they do. And he asked me to make a presentation uh, and provide it to like this weekly or monthly zoom meeting that they do with other people in the organization and kind of the topic i was my choice so i decided to discuss yoga and how yoga for me and for most people is a really great way to begin this mental health journey um just a quick recap on kind of what i talked about is you know when you think about yoga it's more like you think of down dog and fucking all these postures and these crazy headstands and stuff but for my experience, when I dug into it, it's like, oh, there's a lot more to this yoga stuff, not just the things that we see in a yoga studio. And and it wasn't until I started beginning practicing regularly that I started discovering all these things. And it kind of led me down this path of, you know, meditation and outlooks on life. And I learned about the yamas and the niyamas. And it just started with me showing up to a yoga class and how, you know, if we get people to just start yoga, it may be a catalyst to something that they can improve not only their physical health but their mental health so you know that was my what my presentation was on um uh, i mean i'll put that link in the show notes as well and it just kind of got me thing on got me thinking about you know preparation and the the costs that it takes to to do things right when opportunities come uh when he first asked me to do it i was like what i i'm no fucking expert in this stuff um but at the same time, I had to check my ego and not be so afraid and just say, well, fuck it. What's the worst that can happen, right? They can say, yeah, we didn't really want to post this, but thanks for showing up. But, you know, that's not the important part, right? The important part is preparing, putting in the work and showing up and fucking doing the thing. I think that's going to be the the big lesson out of this whole episode because I have a lot of lessons that tie to that. Fucking doing the thing just because. And... 
you know, so I prepared for it. I, you know, made a slideshow and I kind of rehearsed it in my head. A lot of times I go on the fly. I typically don't have a problem speaking in public because I, I do it a lot, right? I talk on this fucking microphone for a while. I've taught a lot of classes. Uh, I used to be an instructor in the military, so I'm really used to that sort of stuff. And talking on the fly, I'm pretty good at it. I can kind of bullshit my way, kind of what I'm saying. But it also got me thinking about the, the costs, right? Uh, not only did I have to dedicate time to prepare for this thing, uh, the time at which I had to show up for this was really irregular because they were presenting at, you know, in the evening on Sunday. I think it was like maybe Sunday evening, Monday evening, which, you know, here in, in Qatar, it's the middle of the night, right? I think it was maybe like three something in the morning. And I was at first I was like, you know, I don't want to wake up. But then, you know, thinking of the cost, right, of this is what it takes to do something, right? You got to be willing to sacrifice some shit. And for me, it was sleep. So I kind of thinking what's worse, right? If I don't, I miss the full nights of sleep for one night out of the week, or I potentially give up this really awesome opportunity to speak on something that I'm very, very passionate about. And once you weigh it out, you're like, okay, I will take that cost for this one night and that's fine. And, you know, I think that comes with a lot of stuff where we want to pursue a lot of things, right? We want to, I don't know, again, I'm a health and fitness dude. I want to start going to the gym or I want to start doing this or start taking these fitness classes or, you know, start going to school again, all this sort of shit. And then when we make that goal, we automatically have these thoughts of, well, it's going to cost, you know, a certain amount of money. It's going to cost a certain amount of time. It's going to sacrifice some things and i guess what i'm trying to say is fuck yeah it's going to cost you something right nothing comes easy or nothing comes free and you have to just weigh out what's most important to you the the extra night is you know a couple hours more sleep or a little bit of extra money in your bank account what you have to kind of make that decision for yourself and as i've mentioned before the ego shows up in a lot of weird ways when we're beginning to really question and push what we think we're capable of. We try to stop ourselves by making these bullshit excuses of, ah, well, it's going to be really hard. Like, yeah, it's going to be fucking hard, but just show up and do the fucking thing. And uh, that's the lesson I learned with this consequences of habit. And I'm very, very grateful for the opportunity. You know, I don't know if people were receptive to it. I don't know if they weren't, but I'm super glad that I made the decision to, you know, just lose a night of sleep. And after having a kid, like oh just i just got to sleep for a few hours one night Psh, fucking easy right because i've gone through months without sleeping through the night when uh sunny was first born uh, so that was one thing that happened that was really cool and i'm again really appreciative of to chris and the guy and jt over at consequences of habit uh the second thing that happened is uh i took uh participated in a spartan race here in doha what was cool about this is this is the first one ever that took place in qatar and i thought that was a really cool cool opportunity and that itself gave me a lot of lessons, right? Big thing was just show up and do. Um, so let's break this down, right? And that kind of it kind of showed me that challenge is needed nowadays. Uh, my 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 buddy Chris would always say that right now we really do, we live in a weird time where the the body is the most unstimulated it's ever been, and the mind is the most overstimulated it's ever been. So, you know, using our body physically and challenging ourselves physically is really, really needed. And we lead that struggle, right? Because let's, let's break this shit down. I paid $100 to go run a 5K with a bunch of obstacles. Like I willingly agreed 
to get you know cut up and bruised um get in water get dirty get sweat i fucking paid money to do this and not only myself there were thousands of people there i would say and it just shows that you know there's a need for this sort of stuff why else would people show up for this shit right if, if we were back in hunter gatherer days it's like no thank you fr- friend i do enough of this physical suffering daily that i don't need to do this but now these obstacle course races are so big it just kind of it's funny right we that we pay money for this shit you know working out never used to be a thing it was just we just live this way but now we willingly pay to to go suffer a little bit and it just shows that it's needed and what we gained out of it what i saw out of it was you know community 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 and camaraderie where it's the two things that i saw coming out of this you know coming together wherever there's people from qatar there's like all people of all cultures races places right and we all came together with this one thing and it was this there's this cool moment where we're all gathered together and we're getting hyped up for the race right we're yelling we're cheering all this sort of shit and then we go and everyone's helping each other right if we see someone struggling through an obstacle i don't give a fuck who you are we're all in this together i'm going to help you over i'm going to help you get through this thing and give you words of encouragement and lend you a hand if you need to so you know the community was really really cool to see and it really got me thinking of the camaraderie that us military members have and that versus what's in the civilian sector. I get, I've never worked, I flipped burgers before I joined the Air Force, but um, what I've noticed is in the military, we have this unspoken camaraderie, right? Not only because we, we all wear the same uniform, which is, you know, that's part of it, right? It's when you're on the same team, it, it kind of builds this camaraderie a little bit, but we also all suffer the same, right? We are all away from our families right now. We are have a, we're placed in a kind of, in a stressful environment and all we have is each other to to pick each other up to you know be a soundboard when we're frustrated and that's the one of the beautiful things about the military that i am going to miss a lot when when i do retire and i don't know if that's a thing in the civilian world right i think each if you're in this if you're like a first responder i feel like there's a lot of camaraderie there but if you're just like in an office setting working somewhere at a doctor's office or whatever i don't know if you have that same sort of thing and if you do, I feel like it's really, really hard to develop. It's not automatically instilled in you like we do going through basic training or going through some first responder type training, right? Because we all suffer together and that builds this unspoken bond. And I think that's really, really needed nowadays, um, you know, for, for guys or just people in general, right? To, to suffer just a little bit physically and it builds that teamwork. And I don't know if we can fix that. I don't know. It's just a thought that I had and something I really noticed um, during this, this Spartan race. Um, another thing, a couple lessons I took from that was, again, just showing up and doing, right? I showed up. I don't know if I was going to be able I felt kind of phys- you know, physically kind of capable. I can do some certain, certain things. But it was nice to have that challenge or just have that, like that butterfly feeling. It's like, oh, man, am I going to be able to finish this shit? Am I going to be able to do all the challenges that are going to be placed in front of me? And it just it felt really good. It's a feeling that I haven't had in a long time. Um, typically, when I work out, I work out well within my range of strength. I don't push it too hard because, you know, that's not really how you make gains. That's a whole other topic. But, um, you know, it was nice to have that feeling and just without any expectation, just showing up and doing this, the, the big takeaway. Uh, another thing I learned is running still not fun. I don't like doing it. Uh, it was a 5k and I trotted. I, I did all right, you know, 
for not ever running. I don't run really ever. I run for my uh, annual fitness assessment that I have in the Air Force, and that's about it. Uh, it's never something I've really been a big fan of, or I actually used to. I'm kind of built for it. I got these long ass legs. I'm pretty slim. Um, so I'm kind of built for distance running. I just do not enjoy it. It's just a fun fact about me. Um, one thing else I took away, it's nice, not to humble brag, it's nice to be physically capable, right? To be in some sort of physical shape. Um, because this is the shape I kind of want to be in, right? Where on a whim, I can just be like, you know, I want to do, I'm going to go do this thing. And I know I'm probably going to be okay. I may not make it through everything, but I'm going to survive and I'm going to be all right. And that's that's a good thing for me to have. I don't know. I felt really good that I'm in that sort of uh, physical shape that I can just on a whim do something like that. And it's something I think everyone, I think we should all strive for, right? You don't have to be fucking Mr. Olympia or super CrossFitter or anything like that. You don't have to be in the 100 or the 1% at all. There's a nice range in the middle where we can just be in, you know, pretty decent shape. And if we want to do some fun shit, we can do some fun shit. We don't have to train for it. We just kind of show up and we do without an expectation. We just do it right just doing that's the big thing on this less of this episode uh i also ate some humble pie while i was doing this race fun fact about me is i used to drink that crossfit kool-aid fucking horde horde i used to take that thing to the dome all the time this was you know damn about 10 years ago now um and you know in crossfit you do a lot of different things rope climbs is one of those things that i you know that you do every now and then and there's a certain technique to it i learned it while i was doing crossfit so when I saw this rope climb, I was all, Psh, I got this shit. I used to do this all the time. And then when I came up to the rope and I, you know, I had it in my hands. And then I was like, okay, I need a new, I know I need to put my feet in a certain configuration so I can climb the rope. Essentially, when you're doing a rope climb, you want to use your arms as least uh, minimal as possible. It's really all in your legs. Your arms are just holding you in place and your legs are what you press into the rope and you're kind of just you kind of inchworm on your way up uh but for the life of me i could not remember how to put the rope in my legs to do that so i was like wait what i i swear i was standing there for a couple minutes like how the fuck do i remember how to do this and after a few feeble attempts i just gladly accepted the defeat and you know did like the 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 burpees or whatever instead of climbing the rope um so that was a bit of humble pie. It was it was nice. I still got some nice uh, rope burn on my thigh or on my on my shin. But it was it, again, that was kind of cool to like, ah oh, fuck. Maybe I'm not as hot shit as I was. Try to tame the ego a little bit, and there's nothing wrong with that. Moving on to uh the meditation and yoga classes I've been, things I've I've relearned, right? And I've mentioned before on the other podcasts is the importance of just showing up consistently, no matter what the outcome. A few weeks ago, I was feeling really uh, down and depressed and just feeling like a failure because I, I offer these things and <laughs> nobody shows up. And it does sting the ego, and it still does. But I had to set that aside, and I did. And I can I just kept showing up, and I kept showing up and offering. And the past few weeks have been really, really great because people have, beginning, have begun to show up. And the same people show up consistently, which shows me like, all right, you're getting something out of this. This is a nice feeling. Uh, with the meditation classes, again, that's really kind of niche and nuanced, and people are kind of uh, kind of iffy about it. But the same people kept showing up, and they brought friends. And you know, I wasn't wasn't the classroom wasn't full, but 
it was a hell of a lot more than, than zero, right? It was like, you know, three to five people consistently every week. And, um, you know, they've just said really kind words that they're glad they get to do this and try it out. And it has helped. And it just it shows me the importance of continuing to show up. And if you keep showing up and you keep making yourself available, the right people will find you and the people that need it will find you. So if you're feeling down or whatever, just just keep showing up without any attachment to the results and concentrate on the action of just showing up. Uh, same thing with the yoga classes. The, the first couple were I had two people, then I had one and, you know, heartbroken a little bit. And but the past few weeks I had, you know, I had five people and then last week I had seven people. And yesterday when I taught my class, I had eight people show up. So it's it just keeps again just fucking keep showing up. It's a nice feeling. I'm not sh- saying it to brag to boast, but to to show the importance of continuously doing the thing that you want to do, and people will find you that they need to. Um, on that, it kind of shows me the another thing that showed me this the importance of continuing to shine your light, whatever it may be. I had a conversation with a guy I work with, and it was it was a very candid conversation. I really appreciated his his honesty as uh he's on this deployment he's kind of gotten into the the meditation uh headspace a little bit on not so much sitting on a mountaintop and being all zen out but just the importance of that singular focus that meditation provides and you know meditation is anything that just keeps you out of your head and puts you into your body right so working out can be a form of meditation if you're you know, hunting or shooting guns i see that as a form of meditation because while you're pulling that trigger while you're hiking through the you know, tracking something, you're not thinking about shit else. You're thinking about where you are in that moment. And it's just like a movement meditation more than anything. Uh, so he, he called me over and the first things he said was, you know, when I first met you, I thought you were fucking weird. And uh, I just laugh. I was like, I, I could see how I could give off that vibe. But then he said that as I get more into this thing, you make a lot more sense to me now. And I just kind of, I appreciate your energy. And we had a nice, you know, back and forth about, uh, you know, mental health and meditation and, and wellness and how we pass this. It's it a really good combo, a conversation that he and I have never <laughs> had. But it, it just highlighted the importance of, you know, just showing up. And again, being yourself, shining that light because you never fucking know who you're going to have an impact on. And it's just, it's funny how these things work out. Now, that's what I've learned probably about this deployment is, you know, fuck what the ego says. Do what you feel you're called to do, right? Whatever comes within, being in touch with that, you know, universe that's inside of you and following that dharma, it's going to it's gonna yield some really weird fruits in, in really weird ways, but God damn it, man, it doesn't feel good to make some sort of impact just by being fucking you, and I think that's really cool. The last thing I'll, I'll share on the meditation and yoga classes is a dirty little secret that I have. And I want to share this because maybe a lot of other uh, meditation yoga teachers out there, whoever listens to this stuff, or people that, you know, speak in front of people or offer things may have the same similar feeling. I want to let you know that you're not alone. So every time I go and I teach a meditation class or I teach yoga class, as I'm walking there, a small piece of me hopes that nobody shows up. Isn't that kind of weird? Aren't we all just damaged a little bit? Yeah, I just hope that, oh man, it'd be kind of nice if no one shows up to this thing. 
And yesterday, as I was walking to the gym to teach the yoga class, I had the same thought. And I just kind of started examining it. It's like, man, why do I, why is this? And a couple things that I came to is, uh, it's the easy path, right? It lets you off the hook. It, it's, uh, you get to place the blame on something else, on something external, right? It's like, I showed up. These motherfuckers didn't show up. So it's, you know, I did my part and I don't have to do anything now. I feel, I feel good because I showed up, but I didn't have to, you know, so I think that's what it is. It's also part of the ego, right, to just not be uh, out there, be vulnerable and teach a class. I have like a fucking, just a little bitty panic attack anytime like people show up like, oh my God, now I have to do it. Um, but, you know, as, as I get into the mode and to the rhythm of doing whatever it is I'm doing, I, I feel really good. But, you know, how I looked at it was, you know, this is, this is just a feeling I have. It's just a, a thought. And that thought has absolutely really no value and it's just my experience that's been placed in my head and it's the way i look at a certain thing right put being myself and putting myself out there and how i dealt with it and how i overcome it is simply like i said at the beginning of the episode is you gotta fucking show up and that's all you can do and if people show up cool if they don't show up but this is the this is the way to at least you know maybe get over it or to just get past it, right? The only way is through. The obstacle is the way. And that's how I kind of overcame this whole thing. But just want to throw that out there in case anyone feels that same way when they're trying to present something or something happens. Like there's a slight like, oh, I kind of want to not, I want to know way to show up. I kind of want to fail a little bit. Um, and the last thing I'm talking about yesterday, today is April 2nd. Uh, yesterday, April 1st, we... My wife and I celebrated six years of marriage. Of course, being thousands of miles away, it's a, it's a little different, <laughs> a little bit different. And, you know, it's, it's just made me appreciate the, the military spouse as a whole. It's a very, a very tough thing for, for some people to do, for all of us to do, right? The military member, I see it as the easiest way, the easier of the half, because over here, it's a really uncomfortable homeostasis, I like to call it. Because I can expect, I know what fucking every day is going to bring for the most part, right? Um, it's uncomfortable, but it's it's kind of, it's normal. Eh, whatever it is. I take it as it comes. But being back home, what we used to be a two-man team is now a one-man team. And now with Sunny, it's it's a lot more. And it just, it, it's a big weight to put on the military spouse to stay at the home front and try to keep this home life continuing while the other half is somewhere else. And it just just highlights love right love is and marriage it's fucking work it's work and it's good it's bad it's ugly it's a whole lot of things but it also endures right and that's the the big thing there's like some fucking bible thing that says that that love definitely endures and these past almost four months now have not been easy My, my wife and i have had really easy ish times you know considering everything and sometimes they weren't easy and there were plenty of times that I was super frustrated not necessarily with her just with the situation and then I kind of take it out on her by you know having certain thoughts and everything and and, and vice versa but you know yesterday we celebrated six years and I just I'm super appreciative to have her in my corner for us to be on the same team and hopefully this is the last no, this is going to be the last anniversary that we're apart, and um, that's kind of it. I did a whole episode on love. I think that was last week. 
listen to that if you haven't listened to it i get kind of hippy dippy and super soft and sentimental and that sort of shit which i don't feel like doing right now so anyway that is the episode this week a lot of lessons kind of around the same thing is just show up whatever it is just fucking show up and do the thing and action whether it's imperfect we're always outweigh inaction or not doing jack shit that is all i have this week if you like what you're listening to please leave a rating review send me an email a dm whatever just uh something <laughs> let me know i'm doing all right i like to stroke my ego a little bit uh that is it i will talk to you all next week <laughs>